Welcome, welcome to the Unlocking Unstoppable Love podcast. I am your host, Sacred Walker, founding CEO and Chief Medical Officer of Kumba Health International Coaching Institute. Welcome to our powerful, amazing Legacy Builders Edition. I am so excited for our special guest today. And in order to make sure that you are connected and getting this directly, whether you are joining from Podbean to Spotify, to soon to be audible, go ahead and subscribe below, click so that we can make sure that we are connected. All right. So make sure that you're joining us. Um, I have a very special guest. I'm joined today, as you can see, by Dr. Paris Love. Dr. Paris Love is an accountability and productivity coach. Um, Love is known as the drill sergeant lovingly of productivity by her clients and is highly sought after speaker and has a tremendous talent for bringing order to chaos providing her clients with streamlined, efficient, manageable approaches to running their lives and businesses. After many years of working with a variety, a wide variety of clients, she's honed in on her specialty, helping overwhelmed professionals break through the barriers, keeping them disorganized, disoriented, and dissatisfied in their business, career, or life. Dr. Paris helps you do the things you always talked about but never get around to doing. So, I am so excited for you joining us today. And our topic is how to take the steps to true inner and outer freedom. We're going to be looking at three ways to love the skin you're in and own your worth without a cluttered mind, which is your inner critic or a cluttered home blocking your your shine. So, so glad to have you with us today, speaking to our amazing heart-centered executives and highly creative entrepreneurs. Welcome, Dr. Love. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, it's so wonderful to have you. So wonderful to have you. So I'm curious, you know, we we here on the Unlocking Unstoppable Love podcast like to do a check-in before we get started um, and dive on in just to hear, you know, what did you this morning when you started your day, what were you um, drinking on? What was the love medicine that you were sipping on to make you just the powerhouse that you are? I had some tea. Mm. So that's my drink of choice. Okay. Okay. So are you going to give us a secret sauce? What kind of tea that was? <laughs> it was just Earl Grey tea. Okay. Beautiful. So you were sipping on some Earl Grey. I had some chai myself. So you go ahead and if you are joining, go ahead and grab that hydration station right now and land on in as we get started. So before we jump right in, I want to make sure that we set the intention. I'm just going to set the stage and just do a blessing over those who are joining us welcoming our ancestors who come before us. And then we're going to dive into our hour of power with this amazing legacy builder. So in whatever tradition you believe in right now, I just ask that you center yourself. And I want to take a moment right now just to land on in. Mother, Father, God, Spirit, in your many mighty names and ancestors who walk with us, I thank you right now for the power of transformation. I thank you right now for the power of Dr. Love joining us today and bringing her amazing gifts to the heart, minds, and spirits of those who are ready and eager to hear what we have to offer. I thank you right now for those who need it and those who are calling it or being met right now, that they are loved on and unlocking something powerful in them so they can become the love medicine the world needs. Thank you so much for those who walk with us and who have pioneered the way as the legacy that we are standing on. And thank you for the gift of being the answer, the answer to our ancestors' prayers. Ashe, amen, and so it is. 
All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. So now that we've charged the space, we are diving right in. Let's go ahead and get started now that we've set our intention. So I'm curious, you know, before we dive in and talk about the very topic at hand, right? Tell us a little bit about, because I know it was so ironic about how we met and we're talking about unlocking unstoppable love and your name is Dr. Love. So, you know, tell our audience um, how it is that you and I are connected um, before we dive into our topic. We were connected through Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. And I believe it was someone else had a, um, a webinar and um, you were on it with me and we just connected through LinkedIn and had a conversation and we realized that we're like kindred spirits. <laughs> so it's, uh, it was really good, really good. So I look forward to future conversations as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So y'all that are joining, I need y'all to know that our first conversation was magnetic. So I immediately knew she had to come on immediately as one of the guests. And like you've said, you know, we're both graduates of the 10,000 Small Businesses Program with Goldman Sachs and have really been about being of fulfilling our worth. And so I'm so excited just to have you here today and be connected. So, you know, now that we've, we've talked about how we know each other and, and become kindred spirits, tell me when did you first fall in love when did you first fall in love with the idea or the commitment of decluttering your mind and decluttering your home so that you can shine? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yes. So actually, ever since I was a little girl, I would always organize and make things um, neat and orderly. And it was just something that I did. I went to college and I made the room organized. I would make my roommates bed because they never made their, their beds. <laughs> so I would do it for them. Um, I would go to other people's homes. I'm like, oh, let me make this neat and orderly and let me get things in order. And then a few years, few years later, I had a doctor tell me as I was organizing his bookcase that it wasn't normal to go to other people's homes and organize their things. And I thought, well, my friends like when I come over. <laughs> and he said I had obsessive compulsive disorder. And I thought, hmm, this is pretty interesting. So I started doing more research into OCD and realized that there were other people like me and they actually got paid <laughs> to go into other people's environments and organize them. So um, I started my business 19 years ago and my clients can tell you, I love, love, love making things orderly, putting things in their place. They say I get into a zone, but that's really my happy place. That is really my happy place. And we're so happy to be a part of this happy place just to hear how you literally found something that others might have seen as a stumbling block mm -hmm. and you turned it into a setup for a comeback and how powerful it is that that happy place touches the lives of so many. You know, I'm seeing here that your passion is helping women overcome the barriers that are keeping them in that very holding pattern. And I want to just speak into that some because, you know, so many of the clients that I work with could, you know, benefit from the gift that you bring to the table when they're feeling like their inner world is being seen at their outer world and there's that clutter there you know, and, and what comes up and we'll work with them one-on-one -on -one therapeutically, but to be able to look at how do they transform their world on the outside when they really are feeling like, how do I own my worth? How do I feel like I can carve out space in my mind for seeing 
my gifts, you know? So I want to just hear, you know, a little bit about that's our success pathway. I want to hear a little bit about, you know, yours and what brought you to this. What makes you, you know, someone who went from having a doctor say, I have OCD to making you an expert in the area. Tell us a little bit about your background. So a little bit of what you talked about is the barriers. So those barriers are emotional, mental, um, and physical clutter. And so when we think about clutter, a lot of people think about physical clutter, the stuff, but there's also emotional and mental clutter, mental clutter. And I really want to talk about this as we dive deep into this is those thoughts and those words that we tell ourselves, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty. What if they don't like me? All the stories we make up that really aren't true. So a lot of times clients come to me for the physical clutter, but the clutter is not the issue. It's something else. And I'm real good at getting to what that something else is. And so as we work through the physical clutter, other things come up in that. And some of that is that emotional and that mental clutter, the stories that we tell ourselves that really aren't true. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, just talking more into the stories that we tell ourselves that simply are not true, you know, and acknowledging that, you know, as someone who comes into the table with a doctoral degree and comes with a strong background that's spiritually grounded, you know, being able to speak into the stories um, from your expertise that we tell ourselves that um, are not true, you know, I want to ask and, and, and you know inquire about that a little bit more. So here, at Kumba Health, you know the the love, as you may know, in unlocking unstoppable love, are grounded in these four principles, right, of well being, living your principles individually, being open to spirit's direction on your life, turning vices to victory, creating habits that stick so that you can exist in well being, and you know when we hear that foundation of of building on that love and unearthing your worth so that you can feel worthy of calling those things in, countering those messages that you were just speaking about a while ago. You know, tell us why this is important to you. You know, why is it important that unearthing your worth is important so that you can take steps to achieve true inner and outer freedom? Why does that matter to you? And oh, and we can you can you speak up in your powerful voice? There it is. Sorry about that. I, I was on mute there. <laughs> Have to love the virtual um, world. Why it's so important to me is I feel and I just had this passion that everybody should live the life that they crave, live the life that they desire. And sometimes we get stuck in life. We all do. And it's how do we overcome getting stuck? How do we change those bad habits and turn those into good habits? How do we really stop creating stories that really don't hold true to us? One of my values is freedom. And for me, freedom is doing what I want when I want, <laughs> you know? And so a lot of times, you know, things will come up in everyone's life that's going to hinder us or maybe stop us from really having that freedom. But instead of staying in that place, how can we move past that and really overcome those barriers? A lot of times people talk about the glass ceiling. I'm like, well, I don't really think that there is a glass ceiling. I think that we all have these opportunities, but how do we get to the opportunities? 
How do we open that door? And if that door is not there, do we build a door? Do we go around the door, under the door? How do we get in that room that we need to be in? And I'm probably going, I like, I, you can tell how passionate I am about this. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Go, I'm, we're, we're listening, we're ready. Oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, should I keep going? Cause I'm like, hey, I'm fired up. You mentioned something earlier about habits that stick. And when, with my work, it's about changing those habits. And I always tell my clients, you know, habits occur over time. And we're so used to doing one particular thing that now we have to do something different and it can be challenging. And so one example of that is, say you want to lose weight and you go, okay, I want to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to work out. I'm going to go to the gym this number of days. I'm going to eat right. Like you do all the things. And every time you pass the mirror, you go, oh my goodness, look at my arms. Oh my goodness. Look at the fat. Like you're, you want to lose weight, but you start focusing on that issue. So what happens? The universe gives you more of that. Because if you want to lose weight, when you pass that mirror, you're like, okay, I'm feeling good today. Yeah, I know I have some belly fat, but I'm going to work this out. But what we do, we go back into that old habit of, oh, well, I have this belly fat and I'm not going to lose weight. I know I shouldn't have ate bad. I'm just going to do it this one time. And then we start repeating those patterns because we have done it for so long. It's how do we get out of that routine and change it and to do something different. And a lot of times we have to have accountability partners. We have to surround ourselves with people who can push us forward to get us to where we need to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I love what it is that you're speaking into around the importance of the accountability partners. And it sounds like you're really speaking into self-acceptance, you know, loving the skin you're in and owning your worth for where you are today while still calling in and manifesting where you are tomorrow. You know, that, that brings to mind a client that, you know, we have that has really been working on looking at impulses, you know, and looking at, and, and I like to say, you know, there are times where your anxiety can be the biggest thing that can rob you from your divinity. Because sometimes if you are anxious, you might take a chance and you might say, I'm going to spend money on X to cover up that thing that's making me feel unworthy or cover up my body or kind of repress versus putting energy and time into how can I transform, right? Because you're moving from impulses. So you don't have the chance to listen to spirit and go, hmm, is this really what I want? Is this really what I'm calling in? Is this the relationship that's speaking positively into, my, into me and sees me as I am versus expecting me to change to show up for them? Hello, right? And so looking at what ways transformation can happen. And so, you know, this brings to mind this client who's really been wrestling with this question of every time I pass the mirror, I feel like I, I don't like what I see as a dark skinned black woman. And being able to move from that and say, okay, after working through transformation and decluttering that inner critic, feeling like now I can be where I am, I can love on me, and I can focus on publishing that book that's going to speak to my story, for example, right? So, you know, tell us a little bit more about what communities you are connected to. And when you speak about unearthing your worth, you know, who are the communities that you serve when you are coming in and saying, I'm going to support you, you know, help you to transform that cluttered mind or that cluttered home? Mm -hmm. The community I have, I call them overextended professional women. 
So these are professional women that are overextended. They're trying to be everything for everybody because that's what they were um, taught. You know, we as women, we want to help everyone. We want to be nurturing. We want to be helpful. And if we don't, we start to feel bad because we just feel like it's in our nature to do that. So in turn, while we're helping everybody, we're putting ourselves on the back burner. We're putting ourselves last. And when we do that, we start to get overextended and we start to kind of be resentful because we've helped everybody else. You mentioned someone, something earlier about your client walking past the mirror and not liking what they see. And I was thinking about this earlier as black women, and I don't know if everyone else had this story, but I'm gonna speak for my experience. I was taught and my parents did the best that they, they, they could with what they had. And I was taught when I looked at it to really hate myself. And I mean that by, you know, I was growing up and you know, I was the tall, skinny girl. And my mom used to say, you know, you got bad hair. You need to get perm. And I looked at what my mm -hmm. friend's parents would tell them. Oh, you're not dark enough. You're not light enough. You're too skinny. You're big boned. And I thought about it earlier. I said, you know what? We were taught how to hate ourselves. And we, then we become adults and we bring some of that into our adulthood. And it's like, who are you? And a lot of times we, and I think the pandemic had a lot to do with this, where a lot of us stepped back and said, what brings me joy? What makes me happy? Do I really love myself? And it was a time for us to like reset and go, you know what? I am good enough. That's okay if I'm tall. That's okay if I'm skinny. That's okay if I got some extra weight. That's okay if my hair is short because I love me. And that's loving the skin that you have in that body because, and I know we've always say this, until you love yourself, who else will love you? And that is so, so true. We have to love ourselves all the flaws and imperfections before we can go out into the world and love other people and care for other people. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, what I'm really hearing you speak into is and are the steps around healing, you know, and I appreciate you naming that, even bringing in your own story. And as a Black woman myself, I can empathize deeply with what it is that you're speaking into you know, and how your story would resonate with those who are listening. So I want to make sure that as you are listening right now, you subscribe below, you connect because you're going to have an opportunity to continue to hear how to, you know, build on Dr. Love. We're about halfway through, but I want to make sure that you go ahead and look at the show notes now. And if you haven't already connect with Dr. Love, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the spark retreat that's going to be coming up um, for you to kind of be connected to. But for right now, we're really going into what ways as founders and as those who are listening, heart-centered you know, executives and highly creative entrepreneurs, you can relate to this founder story. You know, something that you said resonated when you were speaking about what are the ways that we were reared? You know, what were the ways that we, you know, grew up? And as an Afro-Caribbean woman, you know, one of the things that I found that was so fascinating when I first immigrated here, um, I remember feeling so, um, out of the box because I would wear handmade clothes every day. And I remember in elementary school, everyone would come and I didn't know what a name brand was probably until I think I was about 16 years old. And I remember just feeling 
so out of the box because my family, even though they were poor, would never admit it, would never admit to being the underdog. You know, and I have a special place in my heart for that underdog story of feeling like, you know, maybe way back in the, in the, in the back of your mind, you know, even though you might be that powerhouse showing up in the world today, you know, in your suits and looking sharp and polished, that maybe somewhere way back, you might still be that little boy, little girl, or gender non-conforming person on the inside feeling like, oh my goodness gracious, I'm still that, that young person showing up in the handmade clothes with everyone else is wearing their, their power suits. And so what does it look like when you take actions from that handmade clothes place? And how can we shift that so that as you're taking actions, you can feel like, you know what, actually that person inside is beautiful. And there was something really special. I came as an adult to come to appreciate the fact that my mom made my clothes from hand and how loved they were. You know, so sometimes when we change the relationship to our ancestral stories, things can shift. So what is a common misconception that you often hear? Because that was a misconception that I had, that wearing handmade clothes was, was bad. And I came, I, I came to actually appreciate the love that was poured into it. So what is a misconception that you've seen when people talk about loving the skin you're in or owning your worth when it comes to clutter? One of the things that I hear, um, and it's common among a lot, I do have male clients too, but a lot of the female clients will go, when something happens, they shy away from it. They shrink themselves. And one of the reasons why they do that, they look back into their childhood. They were taught you are to be seen and not heard. Little girls are supposed to be quiet. And they brought that into their adult lives. So when something happens, they don't stick up for themselves. If they want to go for um, business, they have a client, they're afraid to ask for the money. Because of that, I'm supposed to be seen and I'm not supposed to be heard. So it, and it shows up in our adult lives in so many ways. And you mentioned something earlier about, you know, the little girl would show up. I find with, with, with my work, again, it's not about the clutter, it's about something else. And regardless of how old we are, whether we're in our 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, like physically, that's how old we are. But what shows up is a wounded little eight-year-old little girl, a little boy. And that little girl, a little boy is making decisions for an adult. And how, how is that showing up? So again, if you were told you are to be seen and not heard, or you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not light enough. We bring that in. And so we physically go to our clients or in front of people and we put a smile on our face and we feel like we're like, we got it going on. But actually what shows up, we got our head down, we're sad and we're like, please like me. I really want you to like me. That's what shows up. And a lot of times clients come and go, well, I don't understand. I'm doing all the things. And why is it that so-and-so over here to the left or to the right, they seem like they have it all going on. What's wrong with me? And when you start to peel back the layers, it's because they are showing up as this wounded little girl or little boy. And that's what's showing up when they think that they had that smile on their face, but really shows up as like, please like me, please, please say yes to my offer. And so we have to recognize that because that little girl, little boy is gonna be with us always always. And they're going to 
things are gonna trigger us to take us back to those certain places, but we have to recognize that. And sometimes you have to tell the little girl, because sometimes I have to go, little Paris, you need to sit down now. You just, just sit down, I got this. And we, and I know it's probably sounds funny, but she's always gonna show up. She's not gonna be the one who's gonna show up and show out, that's gonna be me. So I have to quiet that little girl and recognize that things that happen there those are wounds that have been healed. And until we heal those wounds, they're always going to just keep showing up and bumping against our greatness. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, what I, I love that you're speaking into what things bump up against our greatness and what ways you speak to that inner child that sometimes does need to hear boundaries, you know? I love the fact that our styles um, balance one another so well, you know, and just hearing um, the gifts and hearing you speak into, you know, the wounds. And as you were even speaking, what came to mind were those moments around the power of negotiation. And I know that you and I both have gone through the Goldman Sachs program and have been in business for, you know, well over a decade. And so I know that even before that, you were showing up as a powerhouse in the world. I was showing up as a powerhouse in the world. But we want to acknowledge that I, I hear you speaking into that. And what's coming to mind as we come to our time and, and are now going to give some actionable steps are those moments where negotiation is happening and we might be underrating how much we are supposed to ask or we might be underrating how much we want to delegate right how many times as executives we in owning our worth and owning how we're seen may not always say hey assistant hey manager hey associate who we've hired we are worthy of having that torch be passed on so they can take some things off right? So we're still operating as the octopus entrepreneur, right? And then our home looks in chaos because we are so full in the daytime that we don't have time to attend to our home and our relationships, right? So just having some time that on the other side, of it sounds like of doing this deep work, of being able to unearth those moments where you can ask for what you need, delegate with clarity, and also create some time to have a different relationship to your past so you can propel in your future, you know? So I know I know for me as a drama therapist, we have a different way of moving through that. And I'm curious for you as a powerhouse as you are, what are ways that you would say three takeaways that if you were someone and you've heard a touch point in this and you were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I, I see myself in that story. Because even in hearing you, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, Dr. Love, oh, right? So if you for a moment were to say, okay, how do I take steps to true inner and outer freedom? You know, what are three ways, three takeaways that if I'm ready to take, to love the skin I'm in, own my worth without a cluttered mind, you know, my inner critic or a cluttered home blocking my shine. What are three ways that people can DIY tools that they can have, listeners can have, um, simple ones that they can apply in real time. Mm -hmm. Well, one, and I know this is going to be easier said than done, is stop looking left and right. We have to stay laser focused on our goals. So set goals that are doable and you stay laser focused on them and try so hard not to look left and right. Two, know that you are worthy. You deserve 
your heart's desire. So whatever you desire, you deserve it and you are worthy of it. Number three is really important. And I tell all my clients this one, you have to do a forgiveness exercise. And I know a lot of people, ah, I don't, I don't wanna do that. Forgive people who have in your mind's eye have not been extremely nice or pleasant to you. Forgiveness is for you and is saying that what they did was not right or wrong. It's saying that you are no longer willing to allow it to control your life. And after you forgive everybody on the list that you make, the last person you have to forgive is yourself. And once you do that, the whole world opens up to you. Beautiful, beautiful, well said. And we definitely are ready after a year of, or two years of shutdown, ready for the world to be open to us. So what I heard you say was being laser focused, right? Being super duper laser focused. And if you wanna reach out to learn about how to be laser focused, go ahead and click below to connect with Dr. Love so that you can increase your focus in 2022 and beyond. And if you would like a worksheet on that, go ahead and message us here on Kumba Health. Manifesting your heart's desire, right? Taking that time to connect with an accountability partner like Dr. Love and her team so that you can really transform the clutter on the inside and on the outside in real time. And again, if you would like a worksheet on that, do message us below at Kumba Health because we wanna make sure that we work in partnership with this dynamic powerhouse of a woman. And then as well, the forgiveness worksheet, like you said, you know, sometimes it's harder said than done, but when you take time to really work with an accountability partner like Dr. Love or use our Radical Self-Love Forgiveness Worksheet, you can be able to work through some of those things. And it sounds like people will have an opportunity to do that with you in real time at this spark retreat, bum, 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 that you are about to hear about right now coming up in July, 2022. So I know you, you know, you're going to see the link below with one Paris love at Facebook and Dr. Dr. Paris love on Instagram. You can connect there, but how about you hear it from the, come on, legacy builder. Talk to us about this spark retreat coming up. Yes. It's a three-day retreat and I call it, it's um, again, my overextended professionals, but these are for women who are a public success, but a private mess. And no judgment there. We've all been there, even myself. So it's three days of really getting into who am I? What tools do I need to love myself? Self-care techniques. The first day is so emotional. Like you release whatever you brought in, you're going to release it that first day. And you're surrounded by like-minded women who are going to support you and carry you through so it's um, three days. We do yoga. Um, I have a private chef come in. Um, we were going to do horseback riding on this one, but we may not be able to do that because of the facility, um, the horses, um, the barn get burned down. So we may figure something else out for that. But we enjoy ourselves and we give ourselves love and that self-care that we need. Beautiful. And in today's time, and in, on our podcast specifically, where we are looking at unlocking the top of a love, deepening self-love is so important, so important. So thank you for that. How do they, and, and those who are listening, who have subscribed below, clicked on the link, who they're like, wait a minute, 
I'm driving right now listening to this. I'm running and listening to this. And I want to hear more about that, of being in contact. What are the next steps in regards to either the Spark Retreat or specifically what we talked about today, building upon learning how to declutter your mind and declutter your home so that you can not block your shine? I am available on all social media platforms. And then my website is parislovproductivityinstitute.com. Right. Can you repeat it one more time for those who had to pull to the side of the road to get it? Yeah. And it is so long. It's parislovproductivityinstitute.com. Perfect. Parislovproductivityinstitute.com. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I know that I've gotten so many gems today from our conversation, from our hour of power. I hope those who are listening have gotten so many gems, have taken the three mighty steps of being laser focused, manifesting your heart's desire, and doing those forgiveness exercises so you can focus in and take those true steps towards inner and outer freedom because you are worth it. So I am your host today. Sacred Walker, again, founding CEO and Chief Medical Officer of Kumba Health International Coaching Institute. I have been joined by the amazing powerhouse of a woman, Dr. Paris Love, who you'll be able to connect with between now and July and hear more about the powerful ways that you can transform the blocks that you have and unearth your gifts in 2022 through the Spark Retreat. It has been a pleasure having you today. Any final words for our listeners before we come to our time? Um, I, thank you so much for having me here. I enjoyed this. Remember, self-love, self-care, you are worthy and you can heal any past wounds. You can do it. I believe in you. Beautiful, beautiful. We believe in you. So let's all land on in. Land and get some energy from the end of our powerhouse of a conversation. Thank you so much for being the amazing guest today. Remember those who are joining that you are worthy, you are loved, and your gifts unearthing your worth in the world are welcome. Thank you so much for taking time to unlock the unstoppable love in you. Once again, subscribe below and we'll be following up with you with more information about Dr. Love, and the other amazing collaborations with our Legacy Builders series. Thank you again for joining. Until next time, peace and blessings, everyone.